Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room. Featuring drunken Thai boxer Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I know kung fu. You know, baby. Fists of fail. So, who on earth does not know what this movie is? First time I've seen it. <laughs> uh, in case you guys have been living under a rock, this is what Jackie's first big Hollywood movie because Rumble in the Bronx for most of us. Uh, that was my introduction. Yes, this was introduction for a lot of the mainstream audiences. Rush Hour was a huge hit at the time when in '98. And hey, we're covering it today because it's our, the anniversary. In preparation for watching this movie, I watched all the Rush Hour movies. All the ones that count, <laughs> including one, two, and the TV show. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that after seeing the second one again, it kind of makes the first one feel kind of obsolete. Because it's probably the same formula, right? Yeah. It's same formula, just new. Different location. Yeah, new location. Well, a little bit of that. They just take everything from the first movie and kind of like amp, amp it up, up a little right. bit more. So in term- it, it, it's a sequel in the true sense. Yeah, a sequel, a better sequel, mm-hmm. in, my, in my personal opinion. But in, the numbers kind of reflect that, too, because I think it turned a profit even more. Oh, yeah. In terms of the action, it was better. The I think the comedy was better. And the non-politically correct humor is even worse in the second one. Really? Yeah, and we can definitely get into this because that's actually how I want to segue into talking about Rush Hour 1 because a lot of the humor kind of feels a little dated by today's standards. Right. Yeah, we have a little sexism. We have a lot of race humor from Chris Tucker. We've got everything. Uh, So this is directed by Brett Ratner. The formula that Brett Ratner proposed when they pitched this idea to New Line Cinema, I think... What they had, what Eddie Murphy was considered. We had Will Smith. We had uh, who else? Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence primarily, and uh, Chris Farley was going to play Jackie's character. But the script went through several treatments before they landed on where we are now. Yeah, they they decided to make it a foreigner. Chris Farley's martial arts career has long. Beverly Hills uh, Ninja. Yeah, I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) We'll cover that next time. (laughs) And this movie is. The inspiration for Rotten Tomatoes. It started out as a Jackie Chan fan trying to just um, aggregate all the scores of his movies, and then it snowballed in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of uh, reviews at the time for this movie, this one I find kind of interesting. Blah, 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 blah. Hollywood needs to stop treating him as if he were, if he were one of those fondue sets given as wedding gifts in the 70s. A foreign novelty shoved <laughs> in a like closet a due to absolute cluelessness about what to do with it. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking well, about? Well, uh, maybe I can agree a little bit on that. It's just so <laughs> How do you compare Jackie worded. Chan to a fondue set? This guy clearly got that as a gift yeah. at his wedding. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody is salty about their wedding present. <laughs> it's for chocolate and cheese. In a way, besides the fondue analogy, <laughs> it's kind of apt. Brett Ratner tried his darndest to try to make Jackie's style of action work for the West. And he did a good job? He did a good job. 
but in a way it's not not nearly as good as what you would see in his older films right yeah well that's well that's the thing it's not gonna be like that this is a western audience now this is their first introduction to jackie chan you can say like they had to water him down so that he could be appealing to the west in a way the the whole fish out of water buddy cop uh, thing works you know because chris talker chris tucker (laughs) is the fast talker while jackie chan is the more stoic you know foreigner who you know his english isn't that great but that works really well in this movie there's a lot of comedy behind his frustration with the language yeah Yeah. action aside let's talk about chris tucker uh at the time and even today people complain about how annoying he is in the movie which i actually don't find I was he was he was fine in this movie. Mm-hmm. It it's just him, you know. That's that's him <laughs> being himself. <laughs> he definitely ramps it up a little too much. Maybe in like the second one, definitely the third one, and maybe other films. But uh, yeah, uh, I was. I, you mentioned this. I was a little worried when we were gonna watch this. I was like, oh no, is you know, is Chris Tucker gonna ruin it because I haven't seen it in a long time? But I, I thought it was fun. I will completely fess up here. I don't have fond memories of the movie because I personally grew up on his older films, Jackie's older films, not yeah. Chris Tucker, like, yeah. unless we're talking about his, you know, Friday. Fifth Element. Um, but, Friday. And Friday. Oh yeah, that's right. How can Come I forget on. Friday? Yeah. You know, watching it now, I, I highly underestimated it. I actually did find it very entertaining, mm-hmm. and the series definitely one up from there. And then I have this Mandela effect with Rush Hour 3 where I constantly forget that even exists. Well, it's funny you say that because I'm actually in the complete opposite boat. I grew up watching this film, obviously, because uh, I, I didn't see Jackie Chan's uh, later movies until I got much older. And I was really worried about watching this because I was thinking like, oh, no, like I remember liking this when I was younger. Now that I've seen more of his better films, I'm worried I'm really not going to like this. Yeah. And it, it's fine as in, you know, like an action comedy, but I got kind of bored with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Yuzira. Um, grew up on it. Love the movie, even with the previous kind of um, exposure to Rumble in the Bronx and other Jackie movies way before this. Right, so you're somewhere between us. Um, yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, I, I rem- really remember all the earlier Jackie <laughs> movies. Um I mean, it's almost impossible not to see stuff, especially if you just, like, went to a video store. Like, he's already kind of blew up with Rumble in the Bronx, so they started kind of... Importing his old Importing, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, like, by 98, you kind of had, you know, a good six to eight movies under your belt. And then with this movie, yeah, I mean, it became, like, a favorite of mine just because it wasn't just, like... This had more, like, drama, more attitude in the whole film um, than Rumble in the Bronx or any of the... A little more comedy, too. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was on point. So, like you were saying, Zero, I was kind of worried about watching this, too. And at certain points, it was, like, kind of slow here, kind of there. And I was just like, oh, God, no. Go, 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 go. Move faster. Like, I don't want (laughs) to get off of this high. Like, just keep going. Mm -hmm. Right. What's the run running length for this movie? I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't look at the whole pop damn dude. I got <laughs> you, were, you were looking at the time card. <laughs> I I didn't feel like it slowed down too much. I I wasn't constantly looking at the time code. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's not really too much to say negatively about the film as a whole. But I think for me, because I I like Jackie's older movies because I like the action a lot more. Mm-hmm. Going back and watching this, I remember liking it, but now. 
now that you know sure. I look at fight scenes a lot more critically, right. that's why I was afraid because I was pretty sure I was going to be a little disappointed. Yeah. Wow, all three and, of us have different vantage points. And having movie. like this podcast now, you're kind of focused on action scenes. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. like, <laughs> just, you know, in general martial arts movie, you kind of like, it's a different perspective now. You have like, oh, got to look at it more critically this way, yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. And before you know, it's just like, oh, well, this one doesn't have enough fight scenes. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, that kind of ruins it for me. Right. Well, it was this and Shanghai, the Shanghai series that really propelled uh-huh. uh, Jackie's career for the American audiences. They both kind of fall in the same category of let's have Jackie fighting mm-hmm. and then we have a sidekick who is really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's his whole character. But to be fair, the, that series had more action scenes. From what I remember, Shanghai, yeah. The Shanghai yeah. series? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. The only thing I think of when I think of the Shanghai series is Owen Wilson just pissing me <laughs> off. <laughs> Well, I think there that's just quite a, literally is a pissing scene. Yeah, I think that's just your personal <sighs> preference towards the actor. I'm sorry, I just don't understand how people hate Chris Tucker but don't hate Owen Wilson. He's so annoying. It's a different. He's not an actor. Okay, it's a different kind of stop. annoying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's not an actor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we aired our grievances. Let's make an official an official drinking rule with this because we're gonna do this a lot. If we make any comparisons to Jackie's older films. Let's just try to be objective with this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Of um, and, and like we can we can complain about it. That's our specialty. But let's not make the argument that it's oh it's not as good as his older films because we know that. So let's just move on and try to be objective with it and pretend like we never saw a Jackie movie. Every argument's gonna end up being oh it's not as good as Police Story or it's not as good as Drunken Master. No, 2. well that that's just a really bad argument then because right. unless unless you can very clearly draw parallels to the other films and i can in a few instances probably then it's just a you know it's a bad argument true let's move onwards yeah let's uh let's talk about the movie yeah let's actually start (laughs) start with the beginning the opening uh, scene new line cinema how how granular do you want to go (laughs) (laughs) let me go frame by frame we get first introduced to jackie in hong kong back when hong kong was in a civil state <laughs> oh yes. well you know what mark you should be doing this you're 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 the the hard oh, i'm going frame by frame okay no no don't go that deep all into right it. so new line cinema opens and then no, the music not. starts and, um no well i just gotta say the music when it starts it's like subtle 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 and then all of a sudden it's like the skyline of hong kong yes. and that fucking pop in music it kind of instills something in you. Did, did you hear the certain sounds from it? Uh, I, I'm not a music person, so I'm, I'm not going to butcher all the phrases. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's certain notes uh, that sounded like <laughs> notes. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> such I'm big not, words. Are I'm, those SAT words? Whoa! <laughs> uh, I was not that kind and of And then there's okay. chords? Oh, my God. <laughs> there Harmony. are certain... Is, ref, is refrain the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Um, damn, I, I'm not a music person. <laughs> like some parts of the song played in the beginning, kind of had uh, resonated from "Enter the Dragon." Mm-hmm. Small undertones of that, and I, I felt subliminal in a way. It's like, remember "Enter the Dragon"? You guys like that, right? This is my r- 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 remix, and no, it's uh, basically 
these high-pitched like squeals almost which yeah and like very stereotypical like chinese um instruments playing what uh, the western world kind of assumes like was there a giant gong anywhere yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you you say that as a joke but there are gongs in the song i know (laughs) imagine Every time Jackie Chan appeared on screen, you just hear a giant gong, <laughs> like every single time. Didn't wasn't there like some some Chinese instrument played when he exited from the plane in the movie? Like as soon as the doors open, you see Jackie. Just yes, like, yes. Wong. No, <laughs> yeah, no, that was um, actually that particular moment. I believe was when they were at a standoff, mm-hmm. and then the cab driver pulls a gun on both of them, and then he starts speaking oh, yeah, English. Yeah. And this is how many times I watched this movie. Um, and you then, didn't even watch this in, in advance to to uh, prep no, for this. No. You just remembered. I the just movie remembered it frame by frame. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, um, let's let's focus on the beginning. <laughs> let's, let's reel this back. So they're at the shipyard. They uh, there's just henchmen moving boxes. You know, because moving boxes is a very nefarious. You're setting thing. your your scene. You're, you're you have yeah. the setting of Hong Kong Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, you have boats you have jackie peeping out of a hatch on a boat um and oh he's hatch like, big word <laughs> he comes out and he's looking for juntao and all of this shit and well who explain who juntao is juntao is a um a collector of arts and that's uh what he would describe himself as but he's basically like a, a crook a thief who has been um he's a crime lord Crime Lord, yeah, who's been stealing art for a long time and selling it on the black market to foreigners. Crime Lord is smuggling art and artifacts out of Hong Hong Kong Kong. and and such, and Jackie's there to also be part of that. But also, there's a kidnapped consulate daughter later in the movie, and then he has to go save him and uh, save her, and then Chris Tucker's involved. So the first time that I saw this, um, it was like exciting, okay, cool, and then just kind of like, it's a small. It was, it was small. It was sufficient. It was okay. This was first glimpse. action scene, it it was nice. Um, after rewatching it after so many years, I'm just like, this mm. is not enough. I can't. Yeah, like, that, like I need that's more. Kind of how I felt a mm. little bit too. Uh, I mean, so what happens is uh, after a really brief scuffle, when I think his name is San, the Sang, the, yeah. the Kevin Leong, Kevin the, uh, the the blonde blondie. Asian, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. gets he looked, so, he looked like Marshall Mathers. <laughs> yeah. So he gets away, and there's a there's a neat stunt. Jackie Chan jumps off like the first or second, not floor, but yeah, deck. D- oh yeah, so the second deck, and <laughs> and right in front of the camera. I'm not sure if there was padding on the floor because they did mm-hmm. something very clever. I mean, you know, obviously uh, for stunt stuff, uh, the camera is just um, high enough so that you don't see his feet when he lands. Oh, that looks cool. I wish I could see his feet though, but mm-hmm. I guess you know he. There was probably padding. It, it's because he broke both of his shins on <laughs> yeah. the way down, and they didn't want to put that in the movie. They yeah. cropped it. <laughs> it's and not that long, but a lot's happening. Oh, oh yeah, a lot happens in this short period of time. Like yeah. a, he 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 takes out a guy, and then when he turns around, there's a bot, like a huge warehouse container mm-hmm. that's approaching cargo. him. Yeah. Cargo <laughs> container, sorry, that's that's being shoved towards him. And Jackie like, obviously does several takes of his stunts. So he's he wall jumps on top of a, another container and try and gets on top of it. But one of the takes, he just barely misses getting getting his head mm-hmm. crushed by the container. That's just standard for Jackie. Yeah, yeah. 
I like any exchange he has when he disarms a guy. It's like very comedic, um, but very brief. Obviously, you know, Jackie. This whole scene is not meant to be action packed. It's just kind of like a little taste of what's going to be like. Yeah, could be completely wrong on this, <laughs> but I thought that Jackie Chan, for like budgetary reasons, like I think he directed almost this whole thing himself, mm-hmm. like all the action, uh, because they just they had a night to do it. So he's like, all right, just let me do my thing. And he did all this. Yeah. On, it explains why it's so different. Yeah, it's very short. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very different when you compare all the other action scenes. And I think um, for the major stuff, the major stunts later on in the film, he had huge input that, okay, we're going to change it slightly and we're going to do it this way. How about you do a different angle from this perspective? Um, they're going to listen yeah. just because. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that Brett Ratner had enough respect for Jackie because I know he was yeah. a fan of Jackie beforehand. But he had obviously had to tone it down in terms of letting Jackie take the direction yes. of the action. Because yes. So was Jackie Chan the action choreographer He's of the, the whole movie? For this. The stunt coordinator for the whole... Technically the stunt coordinator for the whole movie. Okay. But, I mean, obviously Brett Ratner has final say. And, yeah, and like yeah. the editing definitely shows... Yeah, that that's kind of what was a little disappointing for me, the editing and mm-hmm. camera work. Yeah, yeah, there's those those two things and that's all it is when it comes to the action scenes for this movie and what holds it back from being amazing. Mm-hmm. But for what it is, this opening scene is a good establishment for the action that you're going to get throughout the movie. It kind of cuts real hard. The bad guy escapes. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then go ahead. you can't, yeah. Uh, they escape, but they get hold of all the merch that was in the cargo containers, and it's a win for them, regardless of the fact that they did not catch uh, the criminal. Inspector Lee, which is um, Jackie Chan's character, comes in and whispers to Consul Han, oh, you know, we've captured uh, the smuggling empire that Juntao um, held, and we have all this stuff, and we've saved Chinese culture and and whatnot and then they moved to america well okay so man you're, you're jumping the gun here yeah uh, or you're, you're skipping you're skipping plot details well <clears throat> zima uh he he goes to america and his daughter gets kidnapped by the villains and that's where we get our title drop yes <laughs> okay, sure. uh, well they so what happens is uh the daughter is going to work with some escorts. You know, they're conveniently leaded off oh, to a different n- oh road. Oh, my God. I did not take that right. Escorts. Uh, not what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. you want to go to Amsterdam, but come on. <laughs> Continue. So um, Sang, the blonde-haired Asian who was disguised as a police officer, he shoots the, um, the daughter's, I guess... It's the driver. The driver's. Yeah. And the bodyguard. And the body- bodyguards. There you go. Yeah. Better word. And he goes to the backseat to, to pull her out. What I didn't realize, and I guess because I was probably watching in like standard definition VHS, yeah. is she's covered in blood. Yes. Yeah. She's covered in the bodyguard's blood. And she is frantically like just smacking, swinging, scratching. I didn't notice that the, you know, the first couple of times. I was like, oh, wow. It's, uh, it's kind of uh, intense for is that it, little girl. Do you guys know what the rating is? Because I did not check. I think I it's PG-13. Is it? Should okay. be. Okay. Yeah, that's that, that's right. the gratuitous blood there. <laughs> that's the most they could do so you're introduced to chris tucker the you know fast talking fast something fast something yeah all those kinds <laughs> of angeles um yeah chris tucker's character is arrogant he's try to even say the character it's just chris tucker being chris tucker <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean he improvised majority of his lines in this movie which, which is kind of funny it works <laughs> it so well 
I think they were saying that they were really worried that they were not going to be able to edit this together coherently because he just, <laughs> you know, he went off script so much just and ad-lib. he just kept ad-libbing. I mean, our introduction to Chris Tucker's character is like he's just an undercover cop. He's trying to buy C4. And, Chris Penn. And then he... he kind of almost gets away with it and arrests him, but in Chris Tucker fashion. and yeah, Everything has to be over the, over the top. Yeah. There's a standoff, and then yeah, they there's get a cop a that gets fight. involved. Yeah. yeah, Two cops. I love how they did the exchange in a diner parking lot. Yes. In the middle of the busiest street. Oh, my God. CCTV cameras everywhere. Yeah. So. And that's the only problem with the movie. Right? Only problem. Oh, yeah. No problems yeah. other than this. Right. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Tucker is firing at... Chris Penn, who's driving away. With C4 in the trunk. With C4 in the trunk. In reality, that car would decimate the entire block. But whatever, movie logic. It's a nice explosion, and then we get Chris Tucker dancing. Yes, it cuts to music, him (laughs) dancing, and everybody falls in love with Chris Tucker in the first couple of minutes of the movie. And they're like, I love this guy. He's awesome and quirky. Yeah, I mean, regardless of whether you like him or not, it's it's a good introduction to his character. Right, you know exactly what you're installed for. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And it's too late to get your money back. (laughs) He goes to the police chief. The police chief uh, discovers that the consulate needs... Is, you know, to get his daughter back, and the FBI is at requesting a LA, a low-level LAPD cop to yeah. just you know be in charge of making sure that Jackie Chan, who is uh, being tasked to help with the investigation, G14 classified, right? <laughs> that's what they call it. He he needs to babysit him so that he doesn't get in the way. So basically, Carter and Lee are the underlings, and they need they need to just not be involved in the investigation. Mm-hmm. And we know how this movie plays out. You know, you know, right off the bat, you know what this movie's going to be like. They're going to be the ones who save the day and they solve all the crimes. While also making everything worse <laughs> right. b- before they fix everything in the end. So yeah. much worse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just once, I want to see a buddy cop movie where the cops fuck everything up and then the movie's over. <laughs> Just once. She died because of you. Oh, no. <laughs> And it's 60 minutes. <laughs> uh, right, so even though we know what happens <laughs> as a whole in the movie, we, 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 play, we play it up for laughs because now we get the interaction between Chris Tucker, who's very unhappy. So Jackie doesn't speak a word of English this entire time, and he's, he doesn't understand what's happening. He just knows that he's not allowed to go see the consulate's daughter, uh, consulate and be debriefed on this. So he's trying to get away from Chris Tucker. And we get a small, a couple of small action. I would say, I would stunts. say stunts. I would yeah. say some your of your kind of typical Jackie Chan stunts, mm-hmm. which are it's fun because uh, they're really on Hollywood Boulevard. They're really at the famous Chinese theater, and uh, Jackie Chan has kind of had enough. He just wants to help save the consulate's daughter, uh, Su Young. Su Young. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought that's a Korean name, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Uh, All Asians are the same coin to this oh, movie. God. So Jackie Chan hops on character. a red tour bus, and there is a, I, I didn't notice it's this. It's not green. Yeah, it's not green. Yeah. I didn't notice this the first time, but Chris Tucker has his own little stunt here. Where yeah, he's, I was just going to mention that, yeah. He's running after Jackie, and you get a shot of the camera is on, I guess, like the, se- the second story, or the second floor of the bus, looking down, and you see Chris Chuck Tucker running after the bus, and he grabs on. And he's holding for a good couple seconds before yeah. it cuts. I wonder and, if there was any uh, digital trickery that happened there. Because there was actually a few stunts in the movie where Chris Tucker actually 
was in the shot. Yeah. And there was mm-hmm. something happening around him. Oh, that's relatively dangerous. I mean, yeah. he could have been on wires there, but, uh, you know, I commend him for doing it. He mm-hmm. takes the takes a leap and hangs on the end of the bus for a little mm-hmm. bit, so that's that's kind of fun. Yeah. He was holding by an umbrella. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that... I know, this whole fucking thing. Well, Brett Ratner... We were mentioned before, he's a fan of Jackie's older movies, so he took inspiration from his older films, older gags, older uh, jokes and, and stunts from those movies and transferred here. I definitely saw influences from Police Story 2 when he when Jackie's jumping from, when he grabs onto a sign, he jumps on some sort of truck and he jumps onto an RV. Yeah. yeah. Like, that definitely gave me Definitely uh, the first flashbacks. Police stories. Yeah, yeah, gave me flashbacks for Police Story 2 when he does that. And then he, you know, goes through the RV and he, he rolls over a taxi, which I thought was very yeah, I like typical Jackie. Yeah. But the stunt that, you know, you just mentioned before where Chris Tucker jumps on the back of the bus and the bus is moving. You see an overhead shot. That was definitely a Police oh, Story yeah. 1, yeah. for sure. Very, mm-hmm. very watered down in terms of, like, what it was in Police Story 1. Right. But, hey, yeah. it's actually Chris Tucker yeah, doing I was, it. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just commending him for, you know, doing the stunt. You know, it, uh, I don't think that's easy. Sure, he's on. Maybe he is or is not on wires. But uh, I read, and I don't know how accurate this is, that when he found out he was going to work with Jackie Chan, he made sure to work out a lot because he wanted to try and at least do some stunts or be able to be in uh, a good physical uh, shape for uh, working with Jackie Chan. And we get to the pool hall. Yeah, well, he's but, he's trying to look for information regarding the the daughter. He is. He yeah. actually has a point to this, but it also shows his personality of okay, you're character building. You're seeing um, okay, this is what this guy's like. This is what he does, and then you're also introduced to Jackie having weird social interactions with people <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, he's a foreigner. I, okay, it is very uncomfortable to hear Jackie Chan say the N word. He's just following what Chris Tucker said. If you think about the situation, you can see situation. the confusion on his face. Yeah, because because uh, so in reality too. Uh, so in this in context of the film, Chris Tucker says to him, "Just do what I do," basically saying, "Just copy me, say what I say." And then in reality of the film, this is Jackie Chan's first film where he has to speak English on screen. He wasn't being dubbed over. Uh, they really wanted him to speak English for authenticity, and, and it definitely helps. Yeah. I don't think Jackie Chan realized what he was saying at right. the time, so it, I think he, you know, there's not really his fault. <laughs> if you look at the blooper reel at the credits, you can see that Jackie actually doesn't know half the time what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> yeah. He's just reading the script. Oh God! <laughs> well, we get our first brawl, and we get the quote that gets constantly misquoted. <laughs> Uh, that Jackie Chan well, says. Someone grabs his hand. They're twisting it, and Jackie's like, "Ah, oh, I don't want, I don't want trouble." You see, you, you, you almost did it too, right? Yeah. Because because that's what everyone does. Yes, that's what everyone so, makes. Us th- say. So the misquote is, uh, "I don't want no trouble." Right. But the, the actual quote is, "I don't want trouble." Right. It's it's grammatically correct. Yeah. It's even in our intro song. It's just because of his accent, and he emphasizes syllables that shouldn't be emphasized. It almost feels like he's missing a word, <laughs> and they somebody just put it in there, and right. they're like, "Okay, that makes more sense." Yeah, the double negative makes it seem more Oriental sounding. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's a Baron's another Mandela effect. Oh maybe God. I just remember it Baron being. Bears, yeah. yeah, maybe I just remember it being. I don't want no trouble. But it's that's how I always remembered it. I guess because somebody misquoted it on the internet or miswrote yeah. it, that's how I always interpreted it. <laughs> it's just how it is. Yep. So uh, Jackie takes a cue ball, smacks him in the hand. I think he gets the eight in the pocket. 
Oh really? I, I didn't even notice yeah. that detail. Yeah, in in a in a cut when they're kind of they emphasize it for like a m- fucking like a quarter of a second. Yeah, when they're struggling and he kind of uh, hits the the pool the pool table or, or the pool balls, like you see the eight ball go. Yeah, oh, yeah it's a nice little detail. I never noticed that. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie several times. Huh, interesting. There's quite a lot that happens here, and the only thing that holds it back, and we're gonna say this quite often, is the editing for the scene. There's a little bit too much cutting. And if it could just hold on a wide, it would have worked a little bit better. But yeah. I will say, with the limitations of it being a billiards hall, it's more a little yeah, more. Yeah, I was just gonna space. say, I don't, I, th- I think the uh, the width of it was not. <laughs> you you couldn't get that wide mm-hmm. because it's a uh, long but not not wide. Right, yeah. right. Jackie would have made it work. <laughs> it wasn't a soundstage. I can. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this was a, I think this was a real place. Right. So I think I think I give my, it a little bit more credit than than most people would. Yeah, so I, th- I think for me, my problem was, like, there's just too much stuff in the frame that got really distracting from mm. the fight and the movements. Because they're in a billiard hall. You have this huge billiard table. You got the lights. I mean, they use it to effect. You know, he's rolling underneath the table. At one point, some guy <laughs> smashes the lights. Mm-hmm. So they're using the environment. But for me, visually, uh, it, it's a little too busy. Yeah. Like, I want to see the moves. I want to see the fight. I think it's the lighting, too. Uh, if you think about it, they are... Well, at least to me, it seems like they're using the natural lighting of the establishment. I think they're really in a real pool hall. It's really low lit from the lights shining down on the billiards table. So it, it's hard to see something sometimes, especially when things are moving fast across the frame. It's just very dark. Yeah. And maybe it has something to do with camera speed, too. Because I know that you know, American uh, Western cameras operate differently than you know, Hong Kong cameras. Yeah, like, but I, I think this is a good entry or introduction to like jackie's style of comedic fighting because you know jackie's not invincible which is important to establish because the first one the first fight scene seems like he's just kicking everyone's ass but in this fight scene he's just he's just an everyday guy he just knows how to use his environment to his advantage he can get his his leg grabbed on top of the pool table and he can he'll just figure out a way to jump over it and kick the guy in the face he he just knows to use the cue sticks and yeah. smack them over the head and there's a lot of very, good form. Yeah, exactly. A lot of good form. He knows how to block everything and it's good choreography all in all. Simple but very good. Mm-hmm. Um, just going through the motions and yeah, it came out on top. Jackie just don't want no trouble. <laughs> My God, I, I keep saying yeah. it. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to say you, it wrong? Yeah. Naturally, you just want to say that say that line. Yeah, like that. unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> perpetuates the Asian stereotype. There, there's some good choreography, especially what when he starts using the pool cues. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, I think. For me, I just it, it, I don't like how it's shot. Mm-hmm. It was a little visually boring to me. Mm. Okay. Um, like I, I, I have a feeling he wasn't in so much control of this scene, or maybe. I'm sure, he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I, and and if he was, I think maybe he didn't have control over camera placement or just how they wanted to light it or shoot it. Little things like that. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, I can definitely see that. Jackie beats up everybody in the room, and he leaves to the back where he meets up with Carter. No, no, no. You're forgetting about the most important scene. He's doing everything Chris Tucker did. Remember, he started with... Oh, he grabs the doobie. Yeah, he... This is not good for your health, and then just throws it on the ground. Wow, that that joke really did date itself, (coughs) because California has completely legalized it now, right? (laughs) No, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you go to LA all the time, so yeah. you would know. Recreational marijuana is legal. Yeah, I wonder why you go all the time. <laughs> Carter locks up Jackie in the car to his steering wheel. Jackie breaks the steering wheel off. Jackie Chan goes to the consulate. Yeah. 
and he has a steering wheel tied to him. Uh, he's handcuffed to it, this, but he uses that as a weapon. This is the most like cringy scene. One of the cringy you scenes so? for me, only because of the acting of the two security guys at the <laughs> gate. This is more uncomfortable than Jackie saying the N-word. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. No, it's the acting, for, not the N-word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they try to you know, they hold him at gunpoint, and Jackie. Well, because he says he's the, there to see the he's there about the consulate's daughter. They think he has something to do with the kidnapping, right. so they pull a gun on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, zero to hundred real quick, just oh, yeah. all out of nowhere. And then he basically takes him out, and he then sees that um, there's more FBI agents coming, uh, trying to gun him down or whatever the hell, because you see, like, sniper scopes, and you assume there's a sniper rifle. And then he basically runs away, like, exit stage left, runs to the side of the wall. Yeah, he wall runs up there, very, obviously, very parkour-ish. It's not easy doing that while you have a steering wheel in your hand. He gets up there, he sits down, he plops himself over, and he spins, he turns his head with perfect timing, perfect comedic timing, and to be camera. staring directly at the camera. Which comes, Security camera. Yeah, yes. exactly. And that comes back in future films as mm-hmm. well. Uh, it's just... Uh, you just have all the movies memorized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a standard Jackie Chan kind of scene where yeah. he ends yeah. up facing a camera. Yeah. You mentioned the sniper rifle guy, yeah. or people before. Yeah. They're running at the gate. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. It's like, obviously, they should have already had good positions to. Yes. Yeah. It makes no sense. Right at the mansion. Yeah. Why are you going to the gate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So Jackie sneaks in. He well, he climbs up a tree, because you know you can't have a Jackie movie without him climbing something. He catapults himself over to the window ledge. He jumps, and Jackie, you know, launches himself through the window, kicks the guy. And there's some cool movements here. He has this really great jump kick, jump, jumping, like swiping kick at another FBI agent. And then he goes for the gun. And this is very, this is kind of famous uh, because he, it's great what he does in the bloopers with it. Yeah. But so the whole movement is he's still handcuffed. So he picks the gun up by wedging it between his feet. He propels it upwards and then he catches it with one hand while also unholstering it. And yeah. then. You know, yep. pulling the gun on the FBI agent so they stop from trying to arrest, yeah. attack him. Yeah. It's all done in one take. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like it. It's it's one of the more memorable stunts, or not not really stunts, but you know, like kind of Jackie Chanish things say, like, from the top movement. two stunts in this film, probably. <laughs> oh, man. I know. That's I know. Volumes. And it's uh, it's quick. It's very yeah. it's very quick. But it's but you know it's it's memorable. I, li- I I'm I like glad it. that they gave him enough breathing room to let him do that because hollywood's not like that they don't let you do a thousand takes of a single like a single small instance i was gonna say and it's good you brought that up i'm curious how much they let jackie chan uh do his stunts because he's very famous he's very perfectionist he's very famous for being a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and doing a enormous amount of takes to getting some of these more intricate moves right even if it's not in uh like an action move like mm-hmm. it's a comedy stunt here it's a little bit of both so i'm curious did he get it really quickly so that's why we got to see the nice wide of it mm-hmm. uh maybe there's instances where he messed it up and they just fixed it in or they were just worried about him cracking his fucking head open <laughs> and, and liability issues so they're mm-hmm. like we're just gonna tone it down to five takes and that's it yeah. well you're a hong kong actor right yeah. you don't get a union <laughs> <laughs> so the consulate's like okay no this guy's with me like i don't understand why you guys are not letting him you know protect or do the job that i assigned him chris tucker gets into the fray he gets towed in there 
by 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 tow truck and <laughs> good good one yeah <laughs> <laughs> classy i am very funny <laughs> uh jackie wants carter to be there so he says oh carter uh Chris Tucker's been with me this entire time. He's helping with the investigation. So let's try to, uh, so let's actually go continue with our investigation, try to find your daughter. I think he knew at that point too that Chris Tucker wasn't really involved at all, but he was. it was almost like he was vouching for yeah. him. Right. Mind you, this is not how the employment process works <laughs> in any secret service area. But anyways, yeah. um, so Chris is now kind of forgiven Jackie and Chris Tucker's whole spiel is that he needs to be loud and eccentric so he gets on the phone he's about to call somebody and just so happens that the the haunt, the kidnapper is on the other line and they go over to find where they're supposedly where the uh, kidnappers are and then the place explodes because obviously it's a setup it's a it's like buddy cop movie of course there's a fucking setup i, I like this explosion actually yeah, good, it yeah. was done in multiple camera camera angles and it was real if this yes. would happen today, this would just be, they would be flames shooting out the windows, maybe, probably CGI gas, glass blowing out, CGI flames, but I think they blew out like a decent amount of uh, floors. It was a really good show. Yeah, it was nice. Very good. I commend it for being real. <laughs> but it had to be, because this was 98. Yeah, right, that's true. It was a nice building. It Everything like- about it, the shot, the wide, um, just perfect amount of uh, building to like fire ratio <laughs> <laughs> that's important in every movie yes, it has to be enough fire to yeah. building ratio <laughs> and then sang is in the background which is kind of strange very why convenient is, why, that why he, he shows up in the background yeah <laughs> well to be fair he literally is like across the street on a side street and they just see him come out of the parking garage slowly like kind of maneuvering his way out, trying to survey the scene and see what's going on mm-hmm. so he can make his escape. I mean, obviously, he didn't have to come out into the middle of the street. He could have gone into an alley, driven a car away, basically do everything he did at the end of the the, fo- the, say, the yeah. coming scene mm-hmm. without all of the action. Right. Yeah. Well, then, But action we, ensues. Well, otherwise, we wouldn't have a chase sequence. Yes, exactly. So and you Jackie's chasing after him and saying... Jumps up a fire escape and pulls the ladder. Yes. So he can't do it. Do the same. And this is where I noticed the issues with um, establishing shots. You need to make those establishing shots very much conveyed to the audience. Now, even though Sang pulled up one ladder, Jackie climbs up. You know, he does a wall jump onto the second ladder and climbs up there. And then he jumps from that one over to the uh, fire escape where Sang was. And I don't if think you, it's shooting in the night helps matters in terms no, of the scene. No, definitely not. No, yeah. I mean, the, the, the establishing shot was so short, you, you yeah. definitely didn't notice. You, you wouldn't notice it unless you watch it several times like we did. The villain has an axe, and he swings at Jackie. There's not really much choreography this is, here. This is pretty disappointing because it's so short. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't even think it's, we can call it a fight scene. It's not a fight scene. Yeah. As the villain was running away, he has an axe, and he throws it at Jackie. Jackie dodges it. And in one shot, you see Chris Tucker approaching the camera, and then on, on camera right, and on the left, you see the axe hitting the wall on the left. Yeah. I don't know if there's trick photography there. It seems convincing enough. Yeah. Don't know how they did it. I, you could be right. I think there might have been trick photography. He could have just been green screened out, mm-hmm. and they could have composed the, the, the shot together. My issue with that is there was no reaction shot from yeah. Chris Tucker. He did. He turned his head. Yeah, I, if you, Does that count? if an axe was like two feet to your right 
from being thrown from like somebody across the room, I don't think I would just look to the right. I would have probably been like, ah, shit. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually just surprised him, his character, didn't have like a, a huge reaction to that. Right. It's an action movie. He's cooler for not reacting. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, this is me just being nitpicky. I was, I was just surprised considering his character. I actually think it was like a rocking arm that held um, the axe. And what happened was swung into the wall because the shot is mm. so tight yeah so mm. when it's thrown you don't really see much going on except for part of the shaft of the axe handle and then you see the actual head mm-hmm. um coming into the drywall and then as the shot stops and when he makes that slight turn of his head or whatever you can kind of see that the axe is still kind of like does this like rocking motion what if that rocking arm wasn't aligned properly Right, and then we don't have Rush Hour Two, but that's but that's why I think because they wouldn't risk doing something with like wires or anything that didn't have any like foundation or like structure on the floor. If it deviated in any way, because like somebody blew at it and the wind shifted, and all of a sudden <laughs> fucking hit Chris Tucker in the face, like they wouldn't have done that. And that wall was definitely much more forward than Chris Tucker was in the shot. It was just the illusion of it. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, like we said before, it might be trick photography, but yeah. hey, it looked good on camera, and anytime where you can see the actor doing the thing, it's always commendable. That's also probably why his reaction wasn't so severe, right. because he was like far enough away from it. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Jackie plummets uh, downwards, uh, like he's, he, he gets his leg stuck on a bridge, and Chris, he's like, no, Chris, I mean, yeah, Chris, Carter, don't come over here. Carter doesn't hear him, so he, he obviously like steps where they are, and then they both plummet down the bridge. I didn't realize that Sang, the blonde Asian, when he's running away, he drops the, the bomb trigger yeah, mechanism. Yeah, it's fast. It's so fast. They really should have at least cut to an up-close of that thing falling out of his pocket yeah. or something, because I only noticed it when I was rewatching this. I was like, oh, that's how they get it's it. It's all a wide. Yeah. They should have zoomed in. They should have mm. like, cut to it. Yeah, all just of a, that. Yeah. a quick cut would have been would have been better because, yeah, when he Jackie Chan has that at the end, I was like, where did he get that yeah, from? And even when he, Jackie grabs it, it's so quick, you don't realize he really has it yeah, up the, until later when they finally fall through the mm-hmm. scaffolding. And he's holding it. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and, and Chris Tucker's asking, like, what is that? Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, so the whole point of that last scene is so that we have uh, an important character arc if we can even call it that, for uh, Elizabeth Pena's character. Uh, she is the bomb disposal trainee in this movie. Yeah. So, so this, this is, is the, the part, part that I find confusing. So, so uh, Chris Tucker is like, well, we found this uh, detonator, and we need you to examine it. And she knows her shit, but she fails the training session because she got distracted. Um, by Chris Tucker, yeah. which who would not get distracted by him <laughs> in like a really serious situation? Who would, who would not find Chris Tucker distracting? Though? Exactly. Yeah. Well, they go to her, but clearly there's a mentor figure in the movie. Why didn't they ask why, why, why him? Why didn't they just ask him? Because we needed her in the movie. I mean, they established that nobody likes Chris Tucker, and that's like his only lifeline, I guess. Yeah. So sure, it's fine. They find out that. Um, Jun Tao is going to be at the this Chinese restaurant, and this is where we get the you know the bonding moment between these two different police officers. Mm-hmm. Right. Typical, but you know it's it's fun. It, it's fun. It I'll, I'll give funny. I'll give it that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Yeah, 
Good, uh, well, good one, guys. Yes. Good one. But, uh, I, but before you continue, we have a very important. I mean, scene. Who, who wouldn't bond over war? Yes, that was <laughs> what I was gonna say. Like in no, this I, scene, the most important kind of song in the fucking world. Twice. Not only is it kind of funny, funnily is that a word? Funnily awkward that Jackie is trying to sing war. Who? Wow. What is he going for? How amazing would it be if he actually chose the song for this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my thing was them bonding over the food. And, yes, which uh, Chris Tucker never eats because it's fake. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, you're talking about my daddy. So, so he reveals to Chris Tucker that he's eating that Chris Tucker is eating eel, which he likes. I was like, cool, I like eel. But then Jackie Chan is eating camel's camel hump. hump. Is that a thing? No, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm sure it is. I like I. I uh, that's that's my, I'm, was going to be my question to you. I'm Chinese yeah. American. I've eaten several exotic things, but the real thing is. I don't know if you can just get camel hump no. in America. It, yeah, like, that, I'm that, sure. that was my going to be my question. That's such an obscure thing. I'm sure people eat it, but in America? Hmm. But hey, Zero, you're forgetting. I ain't no punk bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best line in this whole movie. Uh, God. That Come guy, on, that guy had no idea what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. The, the food truck vendor who's giving yeah. out the food, mm-hmm. he gets uh, aggravated with Chris Tucker, as anyone would. Highlight of the movie. <laughs> so Chris Tucker goes in, and he's supposed to give Jackie the signal to go in. And Jackie just kind of goes in whenever he wanted to. It doesn't really matter. But uh, Chris Tucker goes in, and he says, I want to see uh, Jun Tao, the villain. And he gets taken up there, and he gets kind of ambushed. Everyone holds him back, and he, they're about to chop up his nards or whatever. I'm glad that we have Kevin Ken Lowe in the, mo- in the movie, finally. Uh, you'll have to remind everyone who he is. I think I know. I think I know who you're talking right. about. Ken yeah. Lowe being the main villain, the final boss of Drunken Master Two, ah, aka yes. Mister Kiki Guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> incredible fight scene, and anytime I see him now, I'm ecstatic. I'm like, oh, what is he going to do? And he's always underused. <laughs> well, yeah. he kicks him in the face. <laughs> yeah, but he's not really utilizing. No, movie. not not at all. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> but that whole exchange was great. Just like crossing hands who kicked me yeah and all of that just mm-hmm. and then that, that was fun Appar- the- apparently that's uh taken from a kurosawa film mm-hmm. seven samurai Did seven samurai mm-hmm. some guy gets hit in the head with a, like a sword he's like who who hit me jackie takes a takes a waiter's outfit he 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 ambushes a guy he steals the outfit and puts it on yeah. but his entrance to the scene makes no sense it makes no sense like he might as well just burst in without doing he, that he could have burst in without the without yeah. the food it's like he could have just you know beat up everybody mm-hmm. because his first his the first thing he says in the room uh, once he enters the room is eh, uh like everybody you're under arrest or whatever no no, 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 LA, no what do we say no so LAPD. He, so actually that's not why i thought uh it didn't make sense i mean i guess you can take it there and say like he didn't have to bust in um being a waiter but he didn't bust in being a waiter. He walked in as a waiter mm-hmm. normally, right. and then he busted in by flipping the um, badge. badge, saying LAPD, and he fucks that up. And that was for comedic sake. The LAPD part was pointless. Mm-hmm. He should have just thrown the fucking dish at exactly. somebody, yeah, yeah. skip that whole step, and just fight. We're all on the same yeah. page. Well, it, it's all done for comedic, comedic purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's fine. <laughs> Action wise. There's a lot of good here. Uh, okay. All right. Team Zero's work. nodding his head yeah. in a eh, way. I like the teamwork between the two main uh, yes. characters, the protagonists, um, 
and just how they finally get a moment to shine together. Mm -hmm. And then that okay. reverberates that is, later on in the film That's as very well. true. Yes. This is like the first instance of like true camaraderie. Okay, it's kind of been this learning, pro slowly progressing kind of uh, friendship. We have Jackie's typical using the chair as uh, the lounge chair as a prop as a, a catapult for him you know he'll use that to swing over and you know like when you see someone about to run at you your first instinct should not be oh i need to jump roll into this chair to prop myself back up but that's jackie you know that's his well, comedic effect carter is doing his own thing and he's fighting his own battle in the corner trying to make sure he's not going to get killed mm -hmm. um he's not doing a very good job at it but when he finally kind of frees himself from that jackie has literally defeated everybody pretty much and then carter got away from maybe like one or two people <laughs> and now they're like unified all of the guys get up and they start fighting again and this is when they like use each other as almost props to help the fight hmm. and then they just kick ass and then eventually they get the drop on them uh, carter picks up a gun starts laughing maniacally as if he like did it he's like <laughs> beat all your asses or some shit like that and then randomly enter henchmen from corner door that nobody saw well well Chris Tucker has a gun at this point. He like, does. When the henchman, this, this second henchman, well, this um, extra henchman comes into the fray, why didn't like why did they run away? Because as, as I said, the henchman came in from a corner. Jackie noticed Chris Tucker did it, and in that reaction time, it wasn't enough time mm. to shoot back. Oh, if you're he... putting too much realism. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. So okay. just to, just a step back just a little bit um one of the things i i did like about this fight is it is uh you know a jackie chan fight him using props and in the environment to to his advantage there's a lot of fun movements with somebody trying to get an object this happens a lot in like jackie chan's fights in this instance it's a gun they're using the rug they're it's like kind of getting thrown around one of my gri little gripes with this scene is the editing so there's a moment when they fling the gun and it gets thrown out the window and it, the shot lasts a little bit too long and then it cuts to a reaction shot of people in the restaurant and then it cuts back and, it, you know, like it's in, in terms of movie logic and editing, this, this is fine. But what, what you don't realize is these two, two people were fighting and then when you come back to it, they're now continuing the fight because uh you had two cuts of you know the the gun getting flung mm -hmm. and then um the people reacting to yeah. it and if you think about it that's too long right you know, they because they just splice the scenes together right well like it would have worked better if you didn't ha like uh, keep the camera on that shot though of the camera uh, of the gun flying out the window because yeah. like that's what supposedly is very important for the scene they're they're trying to establish that that gun is no longer in the it is no longer in the room because it comes into the play later when they're escaping the the restaurant and carter finds his gun outside yeah used for comedic effect which, which is really good i like i didn't notice that the first time i watched this movie but i think because i edit too much i was just like you're lingering lingering on this too long these two people are still fighting when you cut back to it it's almost like they're waiting for the camera to come back yeah. and then they continue the okay. fight. So yeah, that, yeah. I think that's uh, stuff like I was a little uh, annoyed with. Yeah, right. just if it was mid-kick somewhere or some other action, it would have been, exactly. been better. Like they could have kept both cuts, just 
move it along somewhere, not in the waiting stance of the end of the transition. Right. Exactly. Well, that's Perfectly the thing about said. editing, over-editing your movies. You yeah. don't have to... Well, the idea is that you don't have to do so many takes. I mean, you could just edit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have just cut. Has, they could have cut a lot of more frames out of the the shot of the gun coming out, throwing out the window, the shot of the people reacting to it. You know, like just just little things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this fight scene ends with them running away, like we mentioned before. They run away from the. They run out through the back of the restaurant, and there is an explosion. I feel like this wasn't established well in terms of shot composition of why the kitchen exploded. So the bad I know guys I did. I know what shoot why. at them, and that's why you don't bring guns to the kitchen. Well, is <laughs> because you could blow up your kitchen. This was not a good shot. It, no, no. I get why it happened, yeah, yeah. but it, it's because it's edited so frenetically. You can't tell why it exploded until you watch the scene again. Well, you don't know why. As a normal person who uses a kitchen, <laughs> you shouldn't know why this kitchen explodes because kitchens don't explode when you shoot at them. Well, okay. So what is it? They they're running out through the back, and there's gunfire being thrown everywhere. There is just fire in the room. I guess. I guess he shoots at the burner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Which it. Are, it probably hits the the gas line. The, and yeah. Then exactly. That's what explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, yeah, I don't know why that was the incentive to run away, run away because it's going to blow up. Like, right. They Cause they wouldn't stop chasing them. Yeah. Too. yeah. Like, oh, it's going to explode. But well, that's why they cleared feel... out the restaurant. That's why every patron that was at the restaurant clearly oh. ran away because they knew they were going to be blown up by well, the they gas. They didn't run away. They all died. They all, they're all dead. <laughs> they're all on fire. That's what we didn't, we didn't see. On, anyway. But, onwards. But we, so we do get the, a funny call back. Where did that gun go? That was thrown out the window. <laughs> Conveniently. Is that my gun? It is my gun. Yeah. It, it's a great line. I, I missed it. I definitely missed it the first time. But watching this again, I was like, oh, okay. I see what they did there. Well, here is our typical low point of every buddy cop movie. All, everyone else calls them out for their incompetence. We're, you're suspended without pay. Yeah, give me your badge and gun. You're going home. You're only three days from away from retirement. And all the all the typical, all the cop cliches out there. So Jackie is being sent back to Hong Kong, and Chris is no longer working anybody anywhere, just like he is in real life. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, no easy jokes. So obviously, being a cop movie, we'll be rogue about this. We'll we'll figure out the investigation, even though there's no incentive to do this anymore. But whatever, they pair up and they find out where the uh the villain is going to be and i'm missing a beat here before we get to the final the final confrontation where we get to the final final ah, who cares fight. let's just go to the final <laughs> are you talking about how he finds out about the information oh no no i'm sorry i, I remember now so they go to the they're on the plane and everything and Jack, right. jackie's about to leave tucker and, convinces yeah, tucker them to convinces get him, yeah, yeah exactly and they couldn't they they join the mile high club yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> oh no stop they, they reconcile <laughs> no uh, they recruit pena uh, the girl we mentioned before and they all go to where the villain is at the end. How? I don't remember. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Right. He calls her and asks her about her panties. Anyway, keep going. He does, actually. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. a joke. Mm-hmm. So they go to the end of the movie. <laughs> they go to the end of the movie. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk there. <laughs> um, and it turns out that the villain is a longtime friend of the consulate. Who cares? Yeah, uh, <laughs> we find that out before, so, but he's he comes back again. This is where my curiosity for the movie peaks because 
supposedly the initial audience reaction to the movie was that there's not enough action, just like how we feel about the movie. Mm-hmm. But supposedly there was less action than the final cut. Uh, this yes. final fight scene was filmed after the the, fu- the well the rough cut the rough cut of it exactly, um, and this is definitely the best fight of the entire movie. There's a lot of comedy that is played here, and it, it speaks volumes to Jackie's character in the movie because it, there there's a lot going on. Okay, so let's establish that the consulate's daughter has a bomb vest on so uh if you know she gets shot at she explodes and everyone in the room will probably get decimated too if you take it off she gets blown up yeah, yeah. right they exactly. say like six city blocks worth of c4 right exactly. so there's a lot oh so yeah. now there's context in the explosive power of c4 <laughs> the yes. first time in the fucking movie right. yes right pena's whole role in this movie was established before so she could be in this scene to take the Redemption. vest off of her yeah, exactly. You knew as soon as she was introduced in the movie, she'd be coming back into and play later. And she still almost fucking fails. Well, she guesses. <laughs> she ne- she never passes the exam. She never becomes a bomb. Ex- uh, but still, Chris Tucker asks for her assistance yes. in disarming this Look, bomb. Look, it's very yes. hard to play any meeny miny mo when it comes to a bomb disposal. No, I thought it was uh, roses are red, violets, violets are blue. blue, sugar and sweet, and it's not the right fucking color. <laughs> It was green. (laughs) (laughs) Green rhymes with blue. No, sugar. Um, What does green and sugar have to do with it, unless it's moldy? Plants. Plants are green. You've never had moldy sugar before? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Uh, So bad. I mean, if it was maybe yellow, maybe. Let's move on. Let's move on, Mark. We're obsessed with this. I can't. (laughs) The... The, they take the bomb vest off. The girl's out of the fray. Who cares? And um, now we have the final fight scene. It's kind of funny that Jackie's using the bomb, uh, the bomb vest as some sort of shield. As a shield, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's cute. The, the, imagine that it was this, but just shorter, right? Well, it you can kind of see where this scene was really inserted into it. Like, once the guy starts shooting the machine guns, you can see that they, they added all this stuff in. Because after... After the big Jackie Chan fight, you see the con- the machine gun stuff continue. Like, I think this is where they added this in. Right, but how much shorter do you think this fight scene was? No, no, no. I think this fight scene didn't exist. Mm. I think this was completely added as a whole. Because this, this seems like a legitimate like, Jackie Chan fight that they said to him, like, oh, hey, we need more stuff. Can you make something? And, like, he came up with this stuff mm. based on the context of the story with the you know, the Chinese uh, uh, precious relics, vases and whatnot. Mm. And then we, I'm curious if they added the lines of them talking about it. He's saying like, oh, don't like make fun. Those are, that's my country's uh, history. Yeah, yeah, right. Like I don't, like don't worry, nothing's going to happen in these uh, artifacts or whatever the hell he says. And then whenever Chris Tucker speaks and is very chill about anything, you know something's going to fucking happen. Exactly. He uses, utilizes these props to his advantage because he's very protective of them. He wants to make sure that nothing happens. Well, he doesn't use them to his advantage the mm-hmm. villains realize that he oh i mean i mean him as in the the actor yes yes yeah it's it's good it's well utilized for comedic effect he's mm-hmm. u- he's making sure that as he's beating people up he's disarming them he's taking their guns away he's punching them in the face you know like just at just the right amount of time he'll make sure that they just barely touch the floor and, mm-hmm. and not crack themselves as he's lifting them back up 
And then the crowd or the the viewers uh, have this sigh of relief in that moment. Like, yes, awesome. You know, like he did it. He saved the day. With impeccable timing. Yes. Amazing. We, I already told you guys what a kip up is, right? When you're lying on your back, you, you kick catapult up, yourself. You kick back up. upward, and it the momentum forces you to stand on your yeah. You, stand you, on you your stick, feet. you stick the landing. You mm. land on your feet. So mm. Jackie, as a vase is about to fall on, uh, is on top of him. He pushes the vase off, and he kipped up yeah. onto mm-hmm. his feet, and he you know he grabs a va- the vase as it's uh, basically in midair, and he pushes it back into standing position. It's very impressive. It's yeah. very impressive. Yeah, this is. For me, this is like the best fight scene of, of the movie. Of and course. It, and it's so strange that this almost wasn't in the movie without the, you know, the test screenings. So Jackie, he, he's, he walks out of this thinking, oh, I, I did good. I made sure that China's history is preserved. <laughs> and then one of the vases explodes from gunfire. gunfire. And <laughs> from he says, fucking, shit. And he's from just, an Uzi, if I remember. Yes, correctly. it is um, an Uzi, yeah. We're talking about the rough cut. I wonder if it would have just been them doing the reveal uh sang's character gets meets his end via chris tucker he gets shot we get uh, like a western sh- type showdown yeah like a spaghetti mm-hmm. western kind of thing they, mm-hmm. they both or they're both about to discard the weapon but they both pull out a secondary and they both yeah. shoot themselves well shoot I'm at each other <laughs> <laughs> who can shoot at who can shoot themselves first <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm just inserting my own fan i want to see there. that western <laughs> we're like draw <laughs> Earlier, uh, Sang gave him a, a napkin. It was like, wipe yourself off. You're bleeding. You're bleeding. And then this time, Chris Tucker's like, wipe yourself off. You're dead. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Listen, he just wanted a... And then he teabagged him. <laughs> <laughs> so, no sarcasm. This is where my curiosity also comes back into play because we were talking about the rough cut before. And imagine that this whole fight scene, or this whole final confrontation happened and i wonder i'm really curious how it would have ended would have just ended with jackie chan climbing up the i think so i think up there i think that would have been it. after the villain that's it i i'm pretty sure you can see where if you go back and watch you can see where they inserted this fight it, it works it works where they inserted it um it, i think it was probably just a boring shootout like typical american mm. action movie yeah. shootout nothing you you know very inconsequential no one's lives are at stake nobody's hurtling things and jumping off of roofs and exactly and then yeah he just they climb to the roof and the the uh, villain throw like he's attacking him with a sack full of money literally (laughs) literally (laughs) and obviously the money flies everywhere because you don't use that as a weapon so i will say um, oh, did you like the <laughs> moment the best? Is that, is um, that what you're going uh, for? Well, <laughs> I didn't know Arnold was in the movie. <laughs> so I wanted to backtrack just a little bit when Jackie Chan is climbing up. So they're, they're, I guess they're in some sort of like event space, very, very large event space, very, very high ceilings. The bad guy uh, climbs up there with uh, all this cash. And in order to get to him, Jackie Chan crosses... Uh, some steel beams yes you know you know thin steel beams i do you think he did that based on american stunts do you standards? think it's that high that's i don't know question. if that's I, that as high because suspended off the ground as well it think. doesn't matter uh how the real height because he really is they really are high above yeah you know you can tell that the camera's yeah. really up there uh when i was watching it i wasn't sure if there was any digital trickery going on mm. 
I think he was strapped in. You think he was strapped? I wait, think wait, he are had you, wires. Are you talking about when he's dangling? No, no, no not know? when he's dangling. No. There is a moment just when he's like running where he around. walks across sure. beams, yeah. like from one to the other, to get to the bad guy quicker. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm I'm curious if it's all the same set, right? So like when you, they're the, we're talking about the beams and uh, up there, yeah, uh, maybe they just recreated the, the, it in the, the, the soundstage. Well, the cameras, I I feel like the cameras really up there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if because of American stunt standards, was he. Like you mentioned, was he strapped in, or maybe there was something below and they just green screened out? So there's a couple of things that you can kind of like really key on into uh, when you're looking him running across and when he's preparing to go. Maybe okay, like that could have been a wire, like that could have been a wire mm-hmm. if you look really closely. But also, he's wearing a fucking bomb. Mm-hmm. Mm. He doesn't have to in the context of the story, and that could just be bad writing. Right, but. I think almost like the bomb wearing the bomb in itself is an excuse to hide wires. Oh, okay. I see, uh, see what I see. I'm saying. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fair point. I didn't mm-hmm. even think about Because like you can kind of see the bulkiness and your eyes are distracted by the bulkiness to focus yeah, on that's the a bomb good point. Mm-hmm. and what Jackie's doing then his fucking waist and him wearing a harness under his pants or something. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? I, I want to believe that yeah. they were really up there. Yeah. It, I, the way it I shot, agree with that. it looks like they're really up there and that was not a set. Yeah. But I feel because of American uh, st- stunt standards, right. they wouldn't allow him to just really do that, right. that real stunt. Well, if yeah. there was any green screening in there, it's it's relatively seamless if there if it wasn't there. Yeah. Not like the uh, second movie that's where there's green screening yeah. and well, you can tell. I give the second movie, at least if I know what you're talking about, I, I give that one a pass because there was stunts done with Chris Tucker in frame right so they so you know they they had you to. have yeah. yeah yeah in this in this one it, it is jackie he's walking across uh this beam this really long metal beam in order to get to the villain faster it's rounded too so it's, it's round yes yes to balance um, herself on. I, I was trying to look at it i couldn't tell if it was kind of green screened you know like a key framed out it was a little hard to tell because if you think about it, you know, that's really freaking dangerous. It yeah. really is. That's real. They're really high up. So fucking Danger high. and Jackie Chan, no such thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no such thing. Well, there, there is dying from, <laughs> from a stunt. And then there's, you know... Potential death versus actual death. Yes. It's yeah. a big difference because mm-hmm. here, you're falling into the fucking floor. There's nothing, there's nothing that can there. possibly save you. Right. And no <laughs> stunt double... Uh, you know, props guy, director, producer is gonna run over to that fucking uh, what do you call it? Your corpse? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. The 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 draped um uh flag thing that they use at the end or whatever mm-hmm. to catch him. Like nobody's gonna fucking do that. So fall over to the side of the edge uh where jackie is dangling from this metal pole that you're talking about before it's rounded so it's rounded. he so has no grip that's exactly. the only part that was like probably green screen yeah, in that yeah. moment sure. when the no, no, he gets sure. smacked f- money flies you see the face up close zoom in on both jackie and jung tao and you see them kind of like dangling yeah mm-hmm. that's like the only green screen everything else i'm pretty yeah. sure is legit the villain is grabbing, uh, holding on to Jackie v- by the the bomb vest. Yes. And this is actually where I feel like the conventions of an American action movie did not fall into play in this. Because I was expecting it. Because once the bomb vest rips and the villain is falling, holding on to the bomb Explosion. vest. Explosion. 
You expect yeah. an you explosion. Thought, I thought he was going to blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. But he didn't. He, they just, he just falls into a pool. Yeah. And obviously, he dies. But the and Chris Tucker with the one-liner. Yeah. Like, like, like oh, he, he should have... He should have... Well, he's yeah. not going to be in Rush Hour 2. Okay. <laughs> well, you kind of expect him to fall, and then maybe when he lands, like, somebody pushes the detonator. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You, you expect these things. Mm-hmm. In a way, you it's know, like, it's kind nice. of disappointing. It was it's kind of nice, nice and disappointing. It's yeah, it, perfectly said, yes. <laughs> you expect the explosion. It's kind of nice that Apathetic. they... They restrain <laughs> themselves. <laughs> That's the general summary yeah. of this movie. <laughs> He, he lands, doesn't matter. Jackie's now dangling. He tells uh, Chris Tucker to save him somehow. And Chris is just being, He's like, no, don't worry. Just just hang there. I'll, I'll be back. Like an asshole. Yeah. He's like, no, don't worry. I'm just messing with you. I'm like, don't be fucking messing with him. <laughs> yeah. He's about to die. Mm-hmm. But that's, um, that's Tucker. He grabs the one of the banners, I guess. You got like a, yeah, the banner. Very that's long the word I was looking a for. Long, very long draped ban- mm-hmm. banner that goes from floor to ceiling. Yes. yes. And he pulls it just as Jackie is falling. So he's able to land on it and slide down. I like this stunt a lot. Um, I know they couldn't really do it. Oh, like, right. Okay. So, th- like, this is more. really impressive visually. And if you think about it logistically, because it's kind of scary, yeah. this guy just falling down and sliding down on this banner. I wish this was a hong kong stunt i would have loved to seen jackie really do this yeah i know they it would have been one long take Mm -hmm. it would have been multiple angles of the same thing Mm -hmm. that's what i was thinking i was thinking police story we would have got different cuts but you know what though so chris tucker's character has to slide it so that as he's falling he can he can land on it like if if this was hong kong this was jackie it would have probably already been there i wanted for for safety so bad (laughs) as he's running and pulling this fucking thing Mm because it would just have been the best son (laughs) <laughs> it would have been done. That's it. Yeah, I, I I wished this got the real Jackie Tran treatment, and he really fell right. and and slid down. Yeah, like for our American audience, maybe you don't have the attention span to like really appreciate it. But if you shoot at the right angle and you emphasize how dire this is, Jackie's mm-hmm. really doing this. I'm thinking, who am I right now? <laughs> when he's yeah. dangling, he's he's falling from the side of a building. building. Yeah, like it's just literally him just doing that, and you just get it at multiple angles. I'm sure the whole thing was less than ten seconds long in, in actuality, but if you shoot at different angles, it's very impressive. Mm-hmm. And for this specifically, you know, if you're if you just shoot at different angles and emphasize the descent, it's it's a very impressive stunt. Yeah, and I'm sure at the bottom it wasn't just one man holding onto the banner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I almost wish that Chris Tucker wasn't at the bottom because what happens is it's capped off with comedy. You know, he they both crash into each other. Like if it was just him sliding down, like maybe they could have you know dragged the shot out a little more so we could have taken in like this is an impressive stunt. This is him really sliding down. Right. right. Well, they want to emphasize the comedy. Yeah. So that that's my only issue. And it, it, obviously they needed that because you know they need to establish that they're they're like a buddy cop duo and they're kind of. They're, they're so in touch with one another. They're kind of, in a, in a way, kind of like a gay couple, you know? Because Jackie kisses him for saving his life. Wow, look at them. They're kind of like gays. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, this Isn't is, that funny? No, this is the 90s. You can't kiss another man and without saying no homo. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> He says he's trying to be polite. Yes. <laughs> and that's yes. why Jackie didn't want to make the fourth movie, because the script was them getting married. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Consulate's daughter is saved, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Jackie is about to go his own ways, and 
Carter's like, no, I'm gonna, I'll join you. No, he's not going his own ways. They, oh, they both, know, they're, they're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. they're going on vacation. Vac- I'm together. sorry, I'm thinking about how the, the second movie ends, which is very analogous to how this movie ends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's both, going to China. They're, they're going both to China. Hong Kong, right? Yeah. Beach Boys. What what a lot of people, at least a lot of you know uh, Jackie Chan fans who are not who have watched his other films are realize is that uh, he has bloopers in this movie. It's kind of a way that he caps off. Uh, the seriousness of of his films and the crazy stunts he does to show like hey like sometimes he fucks up you know like it, it's pretty dire it gets pretty real um what i liked uh and i and i think like probably this movie started the trend is like this became like a real goof reel like a like a like a mess outtakes, outtakes track for him because they started uh, at least in the american films they started showing like all the the dialogue mess ups and unfortunately for me, uh, my favorite part about this movie is the blooper reel. Like, <laughs> like you need to watch the whole movie uh, because the blooper reel is it's so good yeah. it, it, for me, in my opinion. Like, everything they mess up, all, like, Jackie Chan's, and, and sorry, yes, he doesn't speak English that well, but all his English mess-ups, they're just, they're so good. They're so <laughs> and funny. And it's not just Jackie. It's, it, exactly, it's yeah. Carter, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Carter? Tucker. 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 Yeah. Tucker is like... Which actually is in the blooper reel, too. Because Carter keeps on... Or Tucker keeps on messing up. He's like... You know, whatever, Jackie, Jackie, Oh, you're thinking that's the second... Is it? That's the second one. Yes, yes. The... It's it's a little strange. Like, I love the blooper reel of these movies. The first one's pretty good. The second one is the best. Yes. But in order to experience that, you need to watch the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it for that. Yeah, it's worth it for that. Yeah. Bloopers, Jackie yeah. Chan messing up his lines. Yeah. <laughs> well, in a language that he's not, he, yeah, at the time, wasn't comfortable with. Exactly. But it's it's so funny. I, I don't want to laugh at him because he's bad at English. I want to well, laugh at him. Well, he's having a good time with it. Yeah, yeah. I think every, Exactly. Yes. What is everyone's thoughts on the l- movie besides his legacy? Profound. <laughs> wow, that is not the word I would use. No, it had a super powerful impact on the market, uh, on the Western world, as far as uh, Jackie's introduction into uh, Western media um, and being a household name, for sure. But yeah, it's definitely a must-see uh, cult classic. Jackie Chan is good regardless of how he feels about the filming or how he feels about um, his involvement in the film. Western audiences should see it. Will Eastern audiences enjoy it? Probably not. Uh, just different cultures, different mentalities, and uh, different mm. preferences. Uh, I would recommend the movie f- uh, definitely. Um, fight scenes, not so much. However, so you recommend the whole movie, uh, fights I re- and plot included, uh, and the whole experience included. Whole experience. Okay. Yes. Huh. Yeah. It's this. This one's a little <laughs> I like that. This one's a little tough for me. Um, yeah. I like this movie as a kid growing up. I've watched a lot of martial arts films now. I look at them a little more critical now. Uh, if you like Jackie Chan movies and you haven't seen this one in a while, uh, if you like buddy cop comedies and you like Chris Tucker, then yes, you could watch this. But um, for me, going back and watching this, uh, it didn't hold up for me that well. Okay. Um, because I was I was specifically looking for the action and it was lacking for me personally. Uh, the the last fight 
with the vases when he's protecting the Chinese artifacts. That's pretty good. It's it's just too short. Uh, I you can you can tell they added it in. Um, uh, yeah, like you can. Yeah, I mean, you can watch that fight on YouTube. It's but it's so it's so brief. You know, like I don't even. Yeah, I could recommend it, but it's just so short. You know, like there's better t- stuff sure. with Jackie to recommend. Um, it's not a bad action. It's not a bad buddy cop comedy. Uh, a lot of people don't like Chris Tucker, but he's not that. Like, like we mentioned, in the he's not as overbearing in, in this one. Right. Anyway, so if you don't mind him, you can watch it all the way through. But I think for me, I probably don't want to watch this for a while. Mm. I have good. I had good memories of it when I was younger. Watching it now, um, I was a little disappointed. So I think like I just don't want to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't. I don't mean. I don't want to. Is I don't that a negative? Not conversation. I, I, I'm saying because uh, I think my nostalgia for this and my good memories are still much stronger than me viewing it recently that i think uh if i don't think if i don't watch this again uh the nostalgia will eventually take over and i'll okay. still have good memories of this so if you're in that boat like me then i would say probably don't watch it again mm, yeah. okay gotcha. if you don't mind buddy cop comedies if you like jackie chan's american films though yeah, yeah of course this this is great uh i grew up with jackie chan i i watched a lot of his a lot of his movies went growing up. So when Rush Hour came out, I was thoroughly surprised, not because he was finally coming out to America, but because people gave a shit about Jackie Chan. I'm like, oh, he's just that guy that I watched when I was, me growing up. It, it's it's very foreign for me to experience that. You were in the in before yeah, it yeah, became I was a like, thing. I was kind of a hipster as an eight-year-old yeah, when yeah, this yeah. movie came out. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised to see that American audiences uh, respected the movie the way that they did. It's very unfair for me to ever critique it in a way that makes me compare it to his his movies that I grew up with. Because Mark said it before, that culturally, you need to make sure that this introduction of Jackie Chan fits the American palette. The Hong Kong style action that Jackie Chan was involved in is superior in every sense. Like you get everything was better back then. Um, in terms of the way that Jackie Chan would stage his action, but you know, as an introduction, you need a slow. You need a. Um, well, you need you, to wet the palate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to wet the palate. You need to ease people into mm-hmm. Jackie Chan style comedy and actions. I actually, I'm the flip side of you guys. I don't have that nostalgia like to the same degree that you guys do, and I actually appreciate it more because I can take one step back and see how it's important for an American audience to appreciate it. Yeah, it's yeah. also like a really good prototype for a lot of action stunts and future films, which I mentioned before. Oh yeah, for for a lot of scenes, for a lot of like film concepts or little like uh, tidbits here and there that he throws in his future movies or some of his previous movies. You can make yeah. so many correlations between sure. all of them That's with true. just this film. So <laughs> this might sound very bad, but oh, I can't wait to this. Do yes. you think this was the beginning of the downfall of jackie chan his introduction to the west because think about it uh a lot of his uh stuff has been heralded before he came to the west as like you know superior hong kong films he went once he became famous with rush hour he was strictly in the western market i don't want to say strictly but a a big majority of of it was and if you think about his action you could definitely say it was very watered down, almost neutered. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. I so wouldn't say like, it's neutered. You still see a semblance of his action. It's not nearly the, but, the but, same But that's what I'm level. saying. It's not the same level. So you could potentially say this is where it starts going down. Mm. I don't want to I don't want to say that like it gets bad or worse, right. but it's it's not on that par of his 80s 90s uh right. Hong he, Kong film. He is getting older and yeah. he has said himself I, that if given that CGI will ever make his his action a little bit more convincing and he doesn't have to do as much work, he will totally do it. And Granted, oh, yeah, he I, said, I will, yeah, he said that. I, granted, I will give him slack and say that, yeah, you have done so much in terms of action cinema. You deserve it. You need to take a break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, please stop making Bleeding Steel movies. <laughs> yeah. Please stop making movies of that caliber. Because yeah. those movies are terrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, I, no one watches his modern movies. Yeah, <laughs> and, Kung Fu and, Yoga. Right. So when I say, when I say <laughs> downfall or downhill, like I don't want to necessarily... I don't want to be so negative about it. I just want to say, like, if you think about his best stuff, where where do you see a decline in quality? Maybe, and um, I want. And I, for me personally, I think it was once he, and you mentioned this a little bit too. Like, so once he got acclimated to the Western yeah. audience and started making more Western films, I think that's when they were just like, oh, Jackie Chan's in it. We don't have to we don't have to like do it exactly how he did it because we have the actor. Mm. We can just we just have the name now. Yeah. He will be there, and that's what will bring people in. Tuxedo, medallion, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of see the decline in the movies. Mm -hmm. There are some like highs and lows, and it's variable throughout the years mm -hmm. or throughout the films. But like, yeah, you can overall, if you put it on a on a graph, you can kind of see the general decline. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't have an objective answer for you right now because I didn't even consider it that way. I, we know that Jackie Chan's movies nowadays don't. They completely pale in comparison to his old mm -hmm. movies, but and that, that, attribute that to his age yeah, too. Yeah, and that's not fair. And also the day, the age that we live in, where like everything can be easily done in CG. Mm -hmm. So why why do anything practically anymore? Right. And and like Hong Kong action cinema has adopted the mentality of let's do the edits, let's do tons of crazy edits, let's do a lot of close ups, so you don't have to actually film. Um, you know, like real choreography anymore. You just have a bunch of shaky cam and such. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were following Jackie Chan. In right. Sense. Well, now they're kind of deep. I feel like it, in, it's deviated. In, now. It's deviated yeah, a little yeah, bit. But... Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Damn. Just just something to pose. Yeah. It's I a, was I was thinking about it. That's a can of worms right there. Yeah. Man. Exactly. That's yeah. an existen existential <laughs> crisis in a fucking podcast. Yeah. Jackie, <laughs> tell us what you think. Yes. <laughs> This is a very elaborate response to how I feel about the movie. <laughs> uh, damn, I still have very mixed opinions about this. I Okay, whatever my feelings on it, let me just give out my recommendation on it. I would highly recommend just watching the movie. Don't watch some fight scenes out of context because if you just want good action featuring Jackie Chan, there are so many to pick from. You have literally three decades worth of Jackie Chan movies to choose from that I would recommend better than this when it comes to just pure action. However, th this movie is a little bit more plot focused and yeah, it uses the buddy cop formula, but who cares? You know, the Jack Chris Tucker is rel relatively likable and you need to watch the context behind everything. You can't just watch the fight scenes without it. But Rush Hour 2 makes the first one obsolete. <laughs> the action's better. The comedy's better. 
and the dated racial humor is even better. Oh, there's even more Michael Jackson stuff in it. Oh, yeah. There is. Yes. There so is. If you love Michael Jackson, yeah. you should watch Rush Hour 2. Uh, oh. So, everybody, uh, let's talk about the TV show. Oh, God. No. Are we still talking about <laughs> 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 Goodbye. <laughs>